In March of 1989, the Sacred Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith issued a directive to Catholic colleges and universities requiring those directly connected with teaching Catholic doctrine on faith and morals to profess their adherence to the teaching authority of the church. Later that spring, the theology faculty and the priests serving at Franciscan University voted unanimously to approach the bishop of the diocese and express their desire to pledge fidelity to the magisterium in accordance with the new directive. Most Reverend Albert Ottenweller gave his consent and administered the profession of faith and oath of fidelity that spring at the baccalaureate mass. Every year since that time, new theology faculty, priests, and other appropriate personnel at Franciscan University have taken the oath. This year, the professors of philosophy, the professors of sacred music, and the members of the president's cabinet will also be taking the profession of faith and oath of fidelity. Given that our philosophy professors will be making the oath of fidelity and profession of faith, some clarifications should be given regarding the distinctive nature of philosophy and how philosophers serve the mission of the university. These are important clarifications for us all in order to avoid a certain misunderstanding that could arise from this action. One might think that since both philosophers and theologians make the oath, philosophy starts in faith in just the same way that theology does. This misunderstanding is called fideism, and it is foreign to our great Catholic tradition. Philosophy, as Catholics practice it, is a certain work of reason. In his great encyclical Fides et Ratio, Blessed John Paul II taught that, quote, philosophy must remain true to its own principles and methods. Indeed, that a philosophy which did not do so would serve little purpose, end quote. He also says that, quote, the content of revelation can never debase the discoveries and legitimate autonomy of reason, end quote. Thus, according to blessed John Paul, philosophy has the ability to address not only fellow believers, but all men and women of goodwill. Indeed, a Catholic university has a special call to engage in dialogue with the surrounding culture, and philosophy is especially suited for such a task, as stated in Pope John Paul II's Apostolic Constitution, Ex Corde Ecclesiae. At the same time, refusing to absolutize reason or philosophers, the philosophers agree with blessed John Paul when in Fides et Ratio, he goes on to say that while, quote, the value of philosophy's autonomy remains unimpaired when theology calls upon it, end quote, 
We must also acknowledge, quote, the profound transformations which philosophy itself must undergo, end quote, in relation to revelation. In this regard, quote, philosophy like theology comes more directly under the authority of the magisterium and its discernment because of the implications it has for the understanding of revelation. The truths of faith make certain demands which philosophy must respect, end quote. And so on today's occasion, the philosophers wish two things. Number one, to declare their readiness to serve the faith of the church directly in taking the oath of fidelity and profession of faith. And number two, to highlight their special role in serving the church by being true to the genius of philosophy and to the philosophical commitment to reason. Will the following staff and faculty members please come forward as I call your name? Father Gerald Gordon, TOR. Father Nathan Malavolti, TOR. Father Matt Russick, TOR. Dr. Jessica Ewell. Professor Nicholas Will. Professor Benjamin Weicker, Dr. John Crosby, Dr. James Harold, Dr. Michael Lee, I'm sorry, Dr. Michael Healy, Dr. Patrick Lee, Dr. Mark Roberts, Dr. Jonathan Sanford, Dr. Daniel Camp Kempton, Mr. Michael Hernan, Mr. Joel Resnick, Mr. David Schmiesing, Mr. Adam Skurdy, Mr. David Skiviot. Mr. Brennan Purgy. My dear candidates, will you please state your intention? I, David with firm faith, believe and profess each and everything that is contained in the symbol of faith. Namely, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, 
the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us men and for our salvation. He came down from heaven, and by the power of the Spirit was incarnate in the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day, and in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. With firm faith, I also believe everything contained in the Word of God, whether written or handed down in tradition, which the Church, either by solemn judgment or by the ordinary and universal magisterium, sets forth to be believed as divinely revealed. I also firmly accept and hold each and everything definitively proposed by the Church regarding teaching on faith and morals. Moreover, I adhere with religious submission of will and intellect to the teachings which either the Roman Pontiff or the College of Bishops enunciate when they exercise their authentic magisterium, even if they do not intend to proclaim these teachings by a definitive act. I, Friar Michael Gerald Gordon, in assuming the office of Franciscan Heritage and Mission, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Holy Catholic Church. I, Father Nathan Malavolti, TOR, in assuming the office of Vice President of Community Relations, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, Father Matthew Russick, TOR, in assuming the office of campus minister, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, Jessica Victoria Antonia Yule, in assuming the office of Assistant Professor of Sacred Music, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, Nicholas Joseph Will, in assuming the office of Assistant Professor of Sacred Music, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, John Crosby, in assuming the office of philosophy of professor of philosophy, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, James Harold, 
in assuming the office of professor of philosophy, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, Michael Healy, in assuming the office of professor of philosophy, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, Patrick Lee, in assuming the office of professor of philosophy, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, Brennan Purgey, in assuming the office of Executive Director of Human Resources, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, David Skiviot, in assuming the office of Vice President of Finance, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, Adam Skirty, in assuming the office of General Counsel and Vice President of Human Resources, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, David Schmiesing, in assuming the office of Vice President for Student Life, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, Joel Resnick, in assuming the office of Vice President for Enrollment, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, Michael Hernan, in assuming the office of Vice President of Advancement, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, Daniel Kempton, in assuming the office of Vice President for Academic Affairs, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, Jonathan James Sanford, in assuming the office of Professor of Philosophy and Assistant Vice President of Academic Affairs, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. I, Mark Roberts, in assuming the office of Professor of Philosophy, promise that in my words and in my actions, I shall always preserve communion with the Catholic Church. With great care and fidelity, I shall carry out the duties incumbent on me toward the Church, both universal and particular, in which, according to the provisions of the law, I have been called to exercise my service in fulfilling the charge entrusted to me in the name of the Church. I shall hold fast to the deposit of faith in its entirety. I shall faithfully hand it on and explain it, and I shall avoid any teachings contrary to it. I shall follow and foster the common discipline of the entire Church, and I shall maintain the observance all ecclesiastical laws, especially those contained in the Code of Canon Law. With Christian obedience, I shall follow what the bishops, as authentic doctors and teachers of the faith, declare, or what they, as those who govern the Church, establish. I shall also faithfully assist the diocesan bishops 
so that the apostolic activity exercised in the name and by the mandate of the church may be carried out in communion with the church. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospel on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God with God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. 